Comedians of Wrestling podcast. We are four days away from WrestleMania 33. This is the go-home Comedians of Wrestling podcast, and that's why we're going to make it a big one. Uh, so, uh, hey, that doesn't mean don't rate and subscribe to this podcast. That means do it and do it more. Give us five stars. We deserve it. All right, there's a lot of hot, hot wrestling action to cover uh, and I'm going to do it with a very special guest. I think this is a, 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 a very apt guest for this week. Uh, dude, I know is probably you're probably the most into wrestling for the longest amount of time of anybody I know. Hilarious comedian, former WWE writer. WWE. I get a lot of shit because I can't pronounce WWE. WWE. WWF. WWE writer. Matt McCarthy. Hey, what's up? Hello. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for coming on the show. I canceled on you the last time you were supposed to come on the show. Yeah, you did. Because I'm because uh, I was hot shotting you. Bad friend. But um, and also from the We Watch Wrestling podcast, I didn't plug your podcast. Great podcast. I was listening on the way over. Vince Averill, also of the We Watch Wrestling podcast, he's canceled on me two times. He's hot shotting me, so I was getting you guys back. You guys are a stable, right? Yeah, we're, well, we're less of it. We're a, uh, we're a threesome. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh, do you guys? Uh, and Tom Sibley. Freebird rules apply. Freebird rules. Okay, so anyone can fuck each other's girlfriends and wives, or. Do you know how you become an unofficial <laughs> freebird? How? Uh, Michael Hayes pees on you. Is that true? No, I never got peed uh, on. Okay, all right. Uh so hey, let's uh, so are you um. A wrestling fan, yes. <laughs> I know you're a wrestling fan. You're a major wrestling fan. But are you excited for this WrestleMania? How are you feeling this close to WrestleMania 33? It's Christmas, man. Yeah. See, but I, I, I sometimes think about it for someone like you who, first off, you've been, you've written for WWE, mm-hmm. uh, which I know you're not, you're under contract. You're not allowed to talk about any of that time. Well, no, I mean, I can talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, oh. <laughs> no, but I, had, I I do know another guy who's a writer who won't come on the show because he's like, I might go back. I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to keep, I want to keep the doors closed. Who? Um, Are you not, you're contractually bound not to I, say? I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to call him out. I don't want to call him out also, but I did go to high school with him. If you want to look that up. He's a comedian? No. Oh. No. This is a guy <laughs> I went to high school with. Good guy. So you break your own rules. Well, I'm saying, so, all right, yeah, it's, it's true. I do break my own rules. All right, so my original point is that, so you are, like, big into indie wrestling. And you've I love been it all. in WWE. Yeah. But I, I, I was thinking about, like, do you get as excited as, I'm a big-time WWE mark. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, guys who are as hard into independence as you, do you get as excited for Mania? And the answer seems to be yes. Well, yeah, I mean, Mania is the biggest show of the year worldwide. And then, but, I mean, Mania Week has become so many shows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, happen around that, in and around it, you know, like WrestleCon and Evolve and, you know. Uh, uh, Supercard. Th- I mean, there's so many other. I, I think there's more shows Mania Week in Orlando than there's ever been. Yeah. Because we went up to when it was in San Jose for Mania 31. Right, I was up there. You were up there. Yeah, you guys. I remember we went to everything. He shared your schedule with me. Nobody, Uh, nobody saw more wrestling that week than me and Vince Averill. Yeah, your guy's schedule was insanity. You went to like Evolve, right to Ring of Honor, then to NXT, something insane. The Evolve show was amazing because it was like the first Evolve show we went to. It was like the day we got there, 
So it was like Wednesday or Thursday. It might have even been Wednesday. But like we walked in and the show had already started. And this had never ever happened to me. I've never experienced this before. It felt like it felt like a Japanese show uh, because it was dead silent. Everybody was just dead silent, sitting there politely watching the match. Yeah, Ziggler told me in Japan they just light clap. Yeah, well they're getting more and more Americanized, but yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was incredible because like we came in and um, I don't think it was Sapolsky, but it was somebody who worked for him. Like it was like and you know check the tickets and then was like, come on over here and because like all the seats were filled, but then like found other seats for us. It might have actually been Sapolsky himself. But at any rate, um, I mean, it was incredible. It was like watching a match, the opening match. I, I, I'd have to look it up who it was because I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was like watching a match from the 50s, it felt like, because it was just extremely basic mat wrestling. Right. And then the first time somebody, like, like finally did, like, a suplex, it was, like it, you know, it was a huge pop because it was, it was like... It was like such a high spot. It was yeah. it was such it was such an incredible way to start the week. They they kind of make you wait for it. I think that's actually some people's argument against current wrestling is that they kind of they just like the super kick is an example of a move that's like lost a lot of its luster uh, because sure. it's like oh every kick is a super kick now. So you see, and if you watch guys like I don't know when we watch some of the PWG matches, what do we watch? We saw like Ricochet, Leo Rush. That was that recently. Mm-hmm. Those guys are just flipping around. They make every high spot. Every spot is a high spot. Yeah. So it is like timing. Were you at the last one? I was not at the last one. I was in bed with 104 temperature, and I oh, got man. offered tickets from two sources, and my wife was out of town, and I couldn't go. should have gone. I know. Was it great? It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Was it better than the the, the uh, Only Kings understand? Yeah. Each other? Nice boys don't play rock and roll was the name of this last one. Yeah, I love the names of PWG events. Yeah, apparently Excalibur comes up with the names. Yeah, they're great. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, here's a, here's something I want to um, ask you. Mm-hmm. So, going into this WrestleMania, uh, and, and, and the reason I want to ask you this is, like, the first question I wanted to ask is, is since you were a writer at WWE, right. do, you, uh, do you, I think a lot of the storytelling for this mania has been, like, long. Has been like there's there is storytelling. It's been drawn out. Like it it feels like a lot of it was you know there's not a lot of continuity in a lot of the writing and wrestling. It's a lot of like oh that storyline just drops that falls off. This guy's just fighting that guy. They're gonna sell it for two for two raws in a row and then just have the pay per view. But a lot of this felt like a lot of seeds planted. Like there was a it felt like there was a bigger picture. Where like this week I felt like the shows didn't feel like super. Super duper exciting go home shows, but I didn't care. I was already sold on a lot of these matches. I think that's because of the brand split, right? So it gives them more time, totally, in between you know pay per views and and more time to build everything, right? But do you? And it's also less, in a way, less time to fill. In that, you know, Raw now has instead of Raw being you know having like thirteen. Let's say pay-per-views each year. Now it's 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 half that. Yeah. Because now SmackDown has the other, you know, six or seven. Totally. Whatever it works out to. And so now because there's not like they're not jam-packing a, uh, so much talent into one show, 
and they're not doing the same thing on two shows in a row, literally Monday night and then Tuesday night. Right. They're able to draw that stuff out. But I think it's like if you look at the match, let's just take like the Bray Randy Orton match. Mm -hmm. That feels like it's been like, I don't know, a year in the making. It's ever since Randy joined up with Bray, I feel like everybody has been waiting for him to turn on Bray. Right. You know, and it's what he it's what he does. But he stay. it felt like he's because he did the same thing with Rollins at like 31 uh, when he was like pretending to be on board when they made Rollins the face of the company. Right. But then like I feel like he they this time they actually it, it was like drawn out. You know, mm-hmm. so like this, the build for this match is like pretty exciting. Do you not do you, do you feel that it's different than like when you were? I don't know. Do you, does that does that excite you about it? Because that's something I like about it right now. Oh yeah, I much prefer a longer build. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He burned yeah. down his house. Yeah, he burned. <laughs> he burned down his house. My only thing with I don't know specifically get into that into that view. Uh, it is like I don't fully. It doesn't make any sense. The story, no, and I don't particularly care, but I was like, they could do a little more work, making it, filling it out a little more. Like I, I know they're trying to keep, they try to keep Bray like ominous, but I'm just like, uh, you, I think you can, we could, we could understand him a little more. I think. Well, I mean, when Bray came in, it was so hot because it was so different, and then it felt like. I wanted more of that, you know, like let's play it up like he's he's a cult leader and he should have been, you know, brainwashing people and like taking them into his, you know, the family. Right. Um, instead, you know, it's just, you know, Rowan and Harper just showed up and then, you know, Strowman just showed up. I think there could have been more of because he's so good on the mic and he's so different and he set himself apart immediately i think they could have they could have played up i wanted to see them play up like how seductive he is more you know yeah like you know because the only times that they've done it were randy orton and daniel bryan and it wasn't exactly clear why randy orton decided to side with bray yeah and then it's so funny because everybody's just waiting for Randy to turn on him, and then he's like, he finally turns on him. He's like, ah! So the only one who was fooled was Bray Wyatt, apparently. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like Bray Wyatt. They they have him like he's such a he's so he's he's almost I feel like his whole character it's acted super well. It's like they, they cast the right actor, but then yeah. the script needs a little work. It needs well, to be fleshed just, out more. It's just well, it also just became. He's just kind of talking gobbledygook because it's like not everything he says needs to make sense because he's so talented at saying it. But at some point, it's like I just hit a wall with Bray Wyatt where I was like, I I don't know what he's talking about. And he's never going to get to the point. Yeah. You know, I I wonder I wonder where that I wonder where that where that like comes from. Yeah, you're right. Like he was a cult leader. It's like, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he stand for something? Like, he got close a couple times. I've been very excited about Bray. And this just turned into the Bray Wyatt. We're going to do an hour, hot hour on the Bray Wyatt. The comedians of Bray Wyatt. We're just going to talk about Bray Wyatt. But I think, like, for a while, uh, a couple times he got close. When he had the Cena feud, it was like, oh, okay, you are you have, like, a Joker thing where you're, like, against the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then it still was like, what? 
it's still unclear about what he's going for. Right. And it's like, then when he goes for the belt, you're like, okay, fine, he's going for the belt. But even as champion, the belt doesn't seem to matter that much to him. I know. It was so long overdue. I mean, he yeah. needed that. He needed it bad because it's like SmackDown needs a top heel. Right. Um, and he's perfect for that role, but it was like, you know. But AJ should have went into Mania as champion, I think. Well, I would have preferred to see Randy Orton versus AJ just because that match would be off the charts. Right. Um, and also, AJ like earned the right to walk into Mania with that belt. And why know, even switch that, it? It just was like short-term nonsense. I know. To, it got a little confusing. Yeah. But then I would have loved to have seen Bray Wyatt versus Luke Harper. Um, because there is an even longer story and history there, and even more of a... We yeah. weren't expecting Luke to turn on him. And Luke Harper is unbelievable. I used to see him at Dragon Gate USA. Yeah. Um, he's in great shape right now, too. Oh, man. He's so... He he has so much... I, I'm so happy that he's, like, big because the size thing always works against guys when you're, you know, working in WWE. So it's like, hopefully he can, you know, keep this momentum moving forward. And, like... Because they, they tried to break up the Wyatt family once already, and then... They just kind of mushed them back together for no reason. There's no like breaking them up. This that like the that 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 the equation is not what it needs. What they well, need. it wasn't even that they broke. They just broke like they broke them up for no reason. It was just yeah. Bray's like you know I'm setting you free, and apparently like they Bray set his butterflies free, and then they came back. So apparently the Wyatt family was meant to be. Yeah. Whereas now like Luke has a problem with Bray. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I I dig it. I, I like Luke. and also if Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin can be and can be a a mania match, then Bray Wyatt Luke Harper could have been a, a singles match. Meltzer says he thinks it's on the pre-show. That show, I think it's uh, from what I saw. The pre-show matches are cruiserweight match, right? The SmackDown women's match is pre-show, <laughs> is kickoff. Um, and the, what's the other match? That, oh, and the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. That's kickoff. But they hmm. have enough matches where I think another match probably needs to go on the, on the, the pre-show. Zick, can we look the, that up? Look up the Mania uh, 33 card and see if it's there's already like, kickoff? There's already like 14, I feel like, announced matches. Yeah. And that, because like the pre-show is going to be like a good two hours, if not more. The main show is going to be over six hours, probably. It's yeah, it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 going to be a long show. There's no question because it's also it's like the new day are hosting, so they're they're either going to do a promo or have backstages or they'll have some sort of a segment. They'll probably open raw with some kind of goof, right? Something mania. Um, oh, did I say raw? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they'll open raw. Also. Pitbull is performing. Yeah, they'll do the two songs. Oh my Christ! Got to do green light. Give me the green light. They gotta, they gotta get that in there. Um, which uh, I've been listening to in the gym just to get like pumped up. It's a terrible song. Do you know what this song was to the first Mania? No. Is that? But uh, I did watch recently, so it's I Easy, know. Easy Lover by Phil Collins. Oh really? Phil Collins and uh, I forget who it was with. Easy yeah. lover. Which is amazing. You gotta if you, if you, hold on yeah. you believe it. But if you listen to the beginning of it, it's like, yeah. yeah, this does sound like an 80s sports anthem. Like that opening. No, the beginning, that was uh, this awesome improv group in New York, uh, Ruben Williams. Mm -hmm. They That was their entrance song. 
And oh, so perfect. the beginning of that song is kind of like it builds. It actually sounds like I can. It's that's perfect. I can imagine it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good, but then when you think of just the chorus on its own, you can't imagine easy it. Easy lover, yeah. give me the green light. Easy lover, this is it. Welcome to my house. <laughs> Flo Rida has got like every year gets a million dollar check from WWE. So they got that. I mean, yeah. there's going to be the Hall of Fame thing. There'll be you know. What's her name is singing America the Beautiful. There's yeah, a lot happening on the show. Goldberg, Maybe Goldberg. Rock might show up. He's cast to, right? I think he shows up every year. Goldberg, he hasn't announced anything, though. But Goldberg-Lesnar, mm-hmm. that match might be four minutes long. So they can save some time there. I know. Um, that's right. it's. I'm so curious what the hell is going to happen in how that do, match. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the red title, the universal title? As a, it's clearly the main event match. It needs to be. It has right. to be. It uh, is. It, it is. And it should be. But uh, how do you feel about that match when you think about that? I mean, you're a guy who's out there mm-hmm. on the indie scene. You see what these guys can do. Right. Right. We see it. We go to PWG. You go, oh, my God, look at these guys. And right. you were there even before me. You were there when Kevin Steen was there telling you that uh, Pete Holmes show sucks. He's oh, yelling yeah. at you. He's Kevin Owens. Yeah. He's the champion. Like, you know what talent is in the pipeline. But we to were... see a 50-year-old Goldberg headline mania, how does that hit you? I mean, it's it's WrestleMania. That's what they do. They They bring back... Uh, legends, and they, you know, they they put together dream matches, or you know, and they're they're depending more and more these days, the last few years, more and more on like the part timers. Yeah, um, it's gotten worse. I remember at thirty one when I was up there, it was like Sting's here. This is this is insane. But like, I think it's yeah, only crazy. And I remember then them being like. A, 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 a people, I remember my friend being like upset yeah. that Lesnar was even wrestling. That was Lesnar. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is that the diehard fans they already have them, they already have us. We're gonna watch no matter what. People yeah. can complain until they're blue in the face that Goldberg and Lesnar is the main event of Mania, but they're gonna watch. What they're trying to do, WWE, is they need to bring in the, the, the casual fan or the lapsed fan or the non-fan. You know? Yeah. And they will come for when they hear Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. I have friends who are gonna turn it on on Sunday. Sure, I have friends who are gonna. I already had a friend text me being like, "Hey, can I get your password?" And I was right. like, "You get him," and then I'm plugging WB basically like Hogan I mean, saying nine ninety nine. But I'm just like, no, yeah. But I mean, do I think Goldberg should be the champion? No, I didn't even you know. It's I didn't like Goldberg in nineteen ninety eight. No, you know? but I mean, it's like, hey, it's not. You can have all the five star matches you want. You could have a fucking six star match. It's it's happened. It doesn't that's not what draws people. It no. is it is a personality business. It is a, a storyline based business. And whether or not Hulk Hogan was the greatest in ring worker of all time, I mean, look at it this way. Shawn Michaels is easily the best in ring worker in the history of the business. But Hulk Hogan is the better pro wrestler because he was a bigger star and he made more money and a better personality. The company almost went out of business, literally, when Shawn Michaels was the top guy. So, yeah. what do you put? Uh, what do you put Shawn next to a guy like Rock? 
Rock's way bigger than Shawn right. Michaels. It's it's, cra- it's crazy to think the wrestling the, doesn't matter. No, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, and and that's that's what I find so fascinating is that mm-hmm. I have I have split I have split friends. I have friends who they're watching Raw. They're still watching Raw every week, but the wrestling matters zero to them. Well, I mean, during the height of the Monday Night Wars, it was like the promo. I mean, the say like Monday Nitro, for example. Uh, they had the cruiserweights, but people were tuning in for the NWO t- uh, uh, talking segments. No, you know? I didn't care about that first hour of Nitro at the time. Right. I, wa- I watched it. I watched it. A it bit. it yeah. was great. It was fantastic. It was the best wrestling going. Eddie Guerrero and, and Rey Mysterio Jr. Super tearing crazy. it up. Yeah. But, hey, it was who is the NWO going to get this week? Who's yeah. going to get the NWO? You know? Totally. And if, even when, since I've. Uh, before I even went to, I can think, before I even went to a PWG match, I, I wasn't a big indie wrestling fan. I'm very open about that. Mm-hmm. WWE, Mark, through and through. Favorite wrestler as a kid was Warrior and Diesel, okay? These Look weren't great you. workers. Look at you. Okay? I just watched, <laughs> I just rewatched Sean versus Diesel from Mania 11. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, holy crap. It's like talk about the big guy just standing there while the little guy runs into his fist. Yeah, I mean, Sean, it is a one man show. Yeah, it's insane. It's it. I, I equated it to the first Star Wars movie. It's like Kevin Nash was the Death Star, just standing there, and <laughs> yeah. then Shawn Michaels are all these X-wing fighters going fucking flying everywhere. He made him look like a million bucks. But again, those two, they weren't even the main event. No. You know, that that WrestleMania itself is very telling. It was not in a stadium. It was in the Hartford fucking Civic Center, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then the main event was Lawrence fucking Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, you know? I remember that so clearly. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Pam Anderson, Jenny McCarthy. It was like they were desperate. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. Everyone was my parents were really excited about LT wrestling. And I remember he did exactly the, he did the uh, the spear, but basically like you know a football. What do you call that? A, fu- a stand, you know, whatever. A three point stance. The three point stance. Yeah. Even 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 Mania um, the next year. No, no, thirteen. Even even Mania fourteen. Um, like they, it, it, it was Mike Tyson. Mike right. Tyson turned the tide of that. Monday Night War, you know, it's like WWF was back on its feet, and then they just got lucky that Sean got hurt, and then it was like that poison was was lifted from the locker room, you right. know, and it's like, and they're, they're, Vince McMahon is so goddamn smart, but he's also very, very lucky, and the fact that he had Stone Cold Steve Austin, I mean, it's like people have had the guy before in the past, but no one has ever had two of them at the exact same time. Because then once the Rock got over, yeah, I mean they they had a license to print money, man. They, they've never, despite this has there ever been a time history, where there's Rock Stone Cold two guys again, never there's in the never same been, company? Never, no, never close. You no. wouldn't even equate like Warrior Hogan to that, no, or you wouldn't. No, equ- no, right? Warrior was a failed experiment. Yeah, well, it's, don't tell that to my childhood, but. Uh, <laughs> but no, or like Hogan, nah, Macho Man, none of that. No, nothing compares to no. The Rock. No, Macho Man and we've been is waiting unbelievable. Forever Macho to Man have two is, guys. Macho Man is an absolute legend, but he was not as big as The Rock became. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing close to that. But I guess it's the Mount like, Rushmore of WWF is Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, and Bruno Sammartino. Yeah, 
Bruno San Martino, my dad is well, you know, is that he attests to that. I I don't know. I watch his clips, but he I have a hard time understanding him. It's a different it's, it's a just, different it's completely different. It's like three generations. But some ago. stuff I can go back and watch and that mm-hmm. I can get, I can I totally get it. All Dusty Road stuff that I ingest, I go, oh, yeah. this is so ahead of its time, incredible. I, I And again, oh. Dusty Roads. Like this is a, a like it's an athlete. It's 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 a simulation of an athletic sport. They're supposed to be athletes. Yeah. And then you look at a guy with the physique of Dusty Rhodes, and you're like, on paper, you're like, how am I supposed to believe that this guy is an incredible athlete with that physique? Yeah. But it didn't fucking matter because he was such a beyond electric personality, nuclear personality. Totally. Uh, atomic. Atomic, baby. <laughs> Atomic. So, yeah. So, back to the original uh, point, because we got a lot of matches to cover. But Goldberg, Lesnar, like, to me, I'm, like, I'm like pumped for this match. And, like, I, I loved Goldberg when I was coming up. But I was always WWE, Mark. Yeah. D- WCW never really clicked for me. The most it clicked for me was the revenge video game. But That was a great game. It was a great game. And I liked it more than WrestleMania 2000. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was better. Uh, it had better features in 2000, but revenge was better. But, anyway, not, not the point. The point is... Goldberg, literally as like a Jewish kid, <laughs> like I, I know it sounds crazy. You didn't have a lot of athletic heroes. To no, to. it's not. Sure. We heard Sandy Koufax was something, right? But uh, I don't know. Yeah, but literally, like it was like, look at this guy. We were like in high school. We were like the little Jewish kids, and we're like, this guy's last name is fucking Goldberg. The kid who sat next to me in Hebrew school's last name was Goldberg. The guy. Actually, all my friends' last name was Goldberg. <laughs> it's just crazy that he looked like that. Yeah. You know, and that the squash matches were so appealing to me. The most appealing thing that ever happened at WCW to me right. at the time was Goldberg, even though now I look back oh, and yeah. the clips are like, some of them are like hard to watch. They were on their they way were, down already in 98. They they are so lucky that Goldberg happened. Yeah. So to me, it's like Goldberg coming back, looking like that at 50 years old, and also the fact that we haven't seen what he can do. We know it's going to be. He dis- can't do anything. We know it's going to be. He couldn't do anything in the 90s. We know it's going to be disappointing, but we do know. I don't know. We'll see. They're going to have a match. It, th- they have to have a match. They have to have. I don't. I do not think that they are going to do three minutes spear jackhammer one two three. You know. No. Or even if it's if Brock Lesnar wins, I don't see it being. I don't know. I it, it, I don't know if Goldberg can take like a dozen suplexes. I think what we're gonna see is this is speculate. Here's what I think we're gonna see the exact same thing from Survivor Series: spear, jackhammer, but a kickout, and then from there on, it's gonna be Cena. Lesnar, SummerSlam all over again. Suplex, 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 F5, F5, F5. Goldberg will kick out a couple times, and then that'll be it. That's the only way to book that match, I think. I think Goldberg's going to get really hurt. I 100% he's yeah. going to get really, really hurt. And Lesnar's not going to give a shit. He's going to keep slamming him. He he's going to feel that crowd. And he- There was some interview with him somewhere recently, like this week, where he was like, he's like, I'm miserable. Goldberg, he's like, I'm already miserable. Like, my family's having fun, so that's great. But I it, really, where like, do you say that? I'd have somebody. Why Vince, is he miserable? Because he hates this business so much. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. He was never a wrestling fan. This was just yeah. this just paycheck happened. Yeah, exactly, paycheck. Yeah, uh, but he's not bad. He's better on the bike than some guys who were around all the time. He's gotten better. 
Even in this run, he's gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's like the best. You know, he clearly, he clearly, if he loved the business, could have got really good at the business, but didn't like it. Right. You know, but there's, he's got, he has an X factor that is undeniable. You know? Oh, no. There's no, there's no denying that Goldberg was over. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So let's talk about the female Raw match. Uh, I thought they were, that segment in Open Raw was pretty awful. Uh, I, 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 um, yeah. did you or no? I, I thought it was fine. It just did not pop me. I thought all of Raw was just kind of, it was fine. Yeah, but I, it's, I think Raw in general was kind of fine, but it was, my whole point was that I think it's because it's like. But you disliked it. No, I didn't dislike the, the it. The women's segment. I really, I did, I did dislike it because part of me gets bummed because I think Charlotte is like arguably. One of the best they got, if not, I mean, she's in there in the top five uh, best on the on the main roster, definitely. Yeah, on the main roster, yeah. and it's like she's being shoehorned into a, a fatal four way match because they blew the Sasha Charlotte match all year. I think, like on Raws, that feels like that'd be the Mania match. But I know how to book this match. But you, can, you, you what were you gonna say? Well, no, I well, I feel like they've. It's now it's an elimination match, which I feel like means they're gonna get Nia Jax the hell out of there as fast as they can. Yeah, that's what I think they gotta do. They gotta all team up on Nia Jax. Get I her like out of there. Nia too, but I mean she's just new. She's too new. No, she yeah she's jabroni status right now. She she's got a lot of potential. Right. No, definitely. There's there's a lot of value to a woman that that oh yeah size, she's that look. she's got a great look she's not like most she, girls no she's gorgeous and she's huge it's fucking great but i mean i also she's think she's not she... like most girls <laughs> <laughs> i have look at my eyes she i love it they look. love doing that entrance with like the close-up on the eyes yeah that's like what they used to do with ryback and shit yeah i just i think she's miscast as the heel i would love to see her be like i miss the giant baby face you know, she could be like Mountain Fiji or, or you know, Andre. Right. You know? But and what th- is she? She's the big Samoan girl. That's what I'm saying. But, like, it, it, right? It's like, how do you, I don't, I don't, she's so not well-defined. It's like, she's kind of like a badass, but it's just, it's too general. No, and then she. She wears a spaceship suit. And then the, she gets too exposed in the matches, and then it's just. She also, I forget who the match was against or if it was a tag, but she, like, tapped out to somebody, and it was like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, that was like on Raw or, or pay per view or something. I think she tapped to Sasha, but like something happened. I, I, don't I forget. But yeah, I don't know. So that match, like, if they get Nia out, and then you have Sasha maybe turn on Bailey, mm-hmm. and then then you've set up Charlotte versus Sasha, and people will pop hard when they face off at Mania after those two eliminations. It, you know what I mean? I feel like um, like get rid of Nia first, and then you have the three of them, and they know each other so well. Honestly, I would get rid of Charlotte next because then you have that Bailey versus Sasha NXT NXT square off, and then it's also you know good friends, better enemies type of thing. I just think they, I think that like this is WrestleMania, and Bailey has proven has not proven she can pop the crowd at all. I don't know about it at all. I don't. Are you. I feel like. Am I seeing something different than anyone? I really like Bailey. I actually mm-hmm. was really excited for her to come up. Well, uh, they've done a. They haven't done her any favors with this whole like fangirl she, thing. Yeah, she should be. Well, I mean, I don't mind the fangirl thing, but it's just this whole tainted victories. She needs to be a pure 
white meat baby face. Yeah. And instead, it's this weird, like, well, Sasha got involved, then she got involved again, but Bailey didn't know, but then Bailey did know. And then, I mean, unfortunately, the Bailey character would have relinquished the title when Stephanie demanded she do it because she should she should be as pure as the driven snow. Totally. She should want it clean. Right. She has like a tainted paper title. That's I mean and it's just, you know, so they're not doing any any favors there. It, that's what I'm saying, but what I'm saying they also she, she shouldn't have won the she should have won the belt at Mania. I, that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been a great way to kick it She's off. She's the ultimate underdog. It's great. It just felt like they blew a lot of those Sasha Charlotte. Like, I think Charlotte could have held the belt this whole year yeah. and dropped it at Mania. Right. Same thing with AJ. I don't know. They they played belt, like, they played, like, musical chairs with the belt. Plus, there's a million belts. And the only way to make the belts seem stronger yeah. is to have them be actually, like, solidly on solid champions. You know? Mm-hmm. Which I think will help Raw. If Lesnar wins and he is part-time, I think it actually will help that universal title. Yeah, but then it's tough because it's then the belt's never around. No, it's tough, but I think it's it tough. I, I think it will I think it will help it. Um yeah, all right. It should be on someone legitimate. Yes. Yeah. So I just think the the, the this I feel I've had this feeling this whole year of like they're mm-hmm. botching at, at the expense of what could be at WrestleMania. They're showing us some cool stuff, but I just I mean, I think Charlotte Sasha that should have been stretched and we could have had it here. I would have been really pumped to see Charlotte Sasha one on one, and I think the 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 women's belt deserves a a one on one match. I don't disagree, yeah. but I mean it's there's already fourteen announced matches, and then yeah. and that includes a, 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 a quite a number of multi person matches. So it's just it's tough. Yeah. All right. I'm so, glad that Dean at least is in a singles match because he deserves one. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Baron Corbin doesn't deserve. I don't. I don't. No. I don't I, he doesn't deserve that match no. at all. No. Like I rather see. God no. I rather see like Ambrose Ziggler or something like uh, someone, a guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? The uh, that's that's. I was happy. I was hoping that. But who? Yeah, Ambrose for the IC belt seems awesome. Though I do miss the. I did enjoy the 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 precedent of like there's a IC ladder match that opens up Mania. Yeah, it's strange. It's 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 it, almost. It feels like it's missing this year. It feels like it's missing. You're yeah. like, there's no ladder match. I thought they were going to turn that Sheamus, the the tag match, into a ladder match. I think that's the deal. Is it? Yeah. Because they brought out ladders, but then I was like, is this not a ladder match? Apparently, Sheamus got fucked up. Real bad. Did you see that cut? No. She posted on Instagram. It's it's he's it's deep. Really? Yeah. Look, check it out. He's fucked up. All right. Let's. So anyway, the 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 female. I think it'll. I think that's the. It'll. It'll. That match will work. But it definitely. It, it'll work. But all right. Reigns, Undertaker. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Man, Roman Reigns is, like, so crazy to me because obviously I don't like Roman Reigns. No. But he's, you know, it's hard to like him. But every once in a while he catches my eye, specifically in the purple light of The Undertaker. Oh, God. And you're like, this guy looks amazing. Oh, Jesus. Look at Seamus's face. Yeah, you see it? He got really fucked up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, he'll wrestle at Mania still, Gross. right? They'll put a staple in there. Sure, man. Unless he's got like staples on, the st- he needs stitches on the inside too. Yeah, 
Oh my That's god! That's why Adam Cole didn't wrestle this past time. He he got that bump that removed hematol- from his yeah. forehead finally, and then he got it removed. Yeah, but he that didn't, was so ugly. Looking. They didn't think it was going to be as serious, and then they had to go in deeper, and then he had stitches on the inside and stuff, and then uh, the doctors were like, "You can't wrestle because if it gets infected, you you're going to be fucked." That looked horrible at PWG, and then I kept seeing it on ROH. He had that for like the longest time. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, by the way, uh. I'm going down to Orlando this weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night, I'm going to Supercard instead of NXT. Look at you. Is that, are you proud of me? <laughs> yeah, man. And I'm so, I'm more excited for that than actually Mania. Young Bucks the versus Bucks the, Hardys, the Hardys. It's going to be amazing. In a ladder match. Dude. But, yeah, I, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I love the Bucks. Uh, I'm crazy for the Bucks. <laughs> you're you're Buck Wild. I'm Buck Wild. I got, I got it. I love these Bucks. The Bucks. You ever order a shirt from their Young Bucks merch? No. Uh, the best is like, I got a shirt from them, and it's like signed by like clear, one of their wives. Oh, you know, hilarious. like they, it's like sure. a, it's like a family business. It's a family business. And then I've written them like an email because they have this like one sweatshirt that I want. Mm-hmm. You know the the I, every there's a fucking guy at every PWG show. He's wearing the full camo box uh, sweatshirt. And, oh and, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. It's his young box. I, I just want the top. Okay, I don't need the pants. Though I would take them. No, the only thing I ever bought from them there was one show. I emailed them and then they email back. So they're so right. nice. Well, it's like if you email like Jim Cornette's website, that's his wife who re- responds to you. You know. Really? Yeah. The fucking uh, the thing I bought from the Bucks was it's it's the coolest thing I've ever seen because I love I love autographs. You know, I got a ton of wrestling shirts too, but it's just like you know what am I gonna do with with another one? But I couldn't resist. The Bucks had a picture of themselves in front of the Tokyo Dome. With all the gold that they had. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, I saw that. I gotta have it. That's amazing. It's so good. You got a signed one? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's great. Of course. Did they sell that at, at, at the ring? Yeah, this was a couple shows ago. That's my favorite part about PWG is that the guys sell their own shirts in the ring. Mm-hmm. It, I find it so charming. Keith Lee <laughs> fucking blew it. He didn't bring any merch, he would have sold out. Well, what is with that when some of these guys don't have merch? Uh, first off, Cody doesn't. He's too he's too big to sell in the ring. But. Well, Cody, yeah. I mean, this, I can understand somebody higher profile yeah. as Cody, but also I can understand if you're a heel, not selling stuff. Like when Roderick Strong was the champ there, he was the biggest fucking heel in the company. Yeah. So he wouldn't do the meet and greet with the fans because it made sense. Yeah. The Bucks, at least, they kind of they blur the line. Yeah. But it also works for them, even as heels, because they're like, "Yeah, we sell a ton of merch. We love money. Fuck you, you yeah. marks." No, I, they've made yeah. they've made like how they've almost in that DX way. I guess that's their model, like just merch oh, horse. Sure. It's great. Sure. Uh, all right. So Reigns Taker, what do you think happens in this match? Unfortunately, I think Undertaker is going to lose, and then I think they're going to do like, like when Daniel Bryan lost to Roman Reigns, like he's going to give him the handshake at the end, like, "Wow, you earned my respect," and then the the place is going to boo until they lose their voices. Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't think Roman is turning heel either. No, he's already pretty heel. He's the biggest heel in the company uh, in everyone's eyes, except for the company. Yeah. I was listening to Steph McMahon on, uh, uh, I call her Steph cause we're friends. No, I, SMH. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was on, um, she was saying that, like, she was when they were talking about pushing Cena heel, like, mm-hmm. she was a big proponent of that. But and I was like, why would they not turn Cena heel? But, like, now I see the brilliance in not turning Cena heel because he's able to heel off at any time in his from his 
right. he's above face heel. Well, I think Reigns will get there, where it's like it's just it's he's neither. He's Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't buy that because I think it was more they never pulled the trigger on Cena going heel yeah. because they like, didn't. You know more than I do. You they really didn't have <laughs> a they didn't have a baby face to replace him. Yeah, you know Cena goes heel. Who's the top baby face then? Right. You know that's why this. They are so. That's why I feel like they're so locked into this Roman Reigns failed experiment because they're like, you know, Cena is old now. You yeah. know, he he's. They need a new top baby face, and they're trying to make it so it's like, you know, Cena is Bruno and and, you know, try to bring in Roman as like the new young dog as yeah. you know the 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 Hulk Hogan. I mean, I I just I cannot see Taker beating Roman Reigns. I, I can't. I can't. It just seems like such a. I don't a mistake. It, it's not a mistake. Almost. It just seems like it just. It doesn't make sense. It would be great. It'd be yeah. great. It's WrestleMania. Send them home happy. I. Th- I think that. Uh, as I say it now, I can see them doing it. Because why not? Anything can happen. Yeah. I but, mean, I remember when they were building up to like Sting Triple H, and it was like, well, it's Sting's first match in the company, potentially his only match in the company. It's his first WrestleMania. Like, Sting has to win. And then they kept pushing this whole, like, he was the face of WCW thing. And then I was like, oh, Sting's not winning this match. Because they are still, in their minds, at war with WCW. And they have to prove that they're better. They're not going to put over WCW. They would never let Sting come in and win. Like, two years in hindsight, I'm like, wait. Sting had two matches in WWE, and he lost them both. Yeah. And also one he lost his career in the second one. Yeah, he Uh, did. (laughs) He's lucky he didn't lose his life. Yeah. So, well, especially with Rollins, he'll kill you in there. Uh, but uh, spinal stenosis, baby. Yeah. But do you, when do you think Taker retires? What do you? What, I, I, there's no way he retires on Sunday, right? It, it, it would be have to be a lead up to it. I doubt it. Now, I feel like there would be a lead up to it, but I mean, they're also, I don't know, it kind of tips the bit if you're going to do like a final match or like Undertaker's career on the line, or I don't know. It's weird. It almost feels like it, it's just it's awkward because it's like. I feel like they would want to do it like Ric Flair, where his final match is the same weekend that he headlines the Hall of Fame, you know? Yeah. But it's like, it almost, it, like going into Sean Flair, it was like, well, Flair's losing this. But at the same time, it doesn't matter what the finish is going to be. It's the story. You know, you know, that's the weird thing about, like, people get so hung up on spoilers, like, oh, now I know what the finish of the match is. It's like, well, who gives a fuck? You, did you think Spider-Man was going to die at the end of the movie? Yeah, no. Like, you, you're you sitting there for the 90 minutes because you want to see how it plays it's out. It's people's biggest complaint about wrestling to begin with. It's like, we don't really care. It's not about who wins. It's a lot about the build-up and just It's about the story. And enjoying it, yeah. Um, I mean, for God's sakes, the fucking... Uh, all the Star Wars movies, it's like... Like, I just watched Rogue One. It was fucking fantastic, but it's yeah. like, I know that they're going to get... Like, I know what happens. You literally know the last I scene. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I want to see how they get there. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, let's move on to Triple H, uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, so um, moving into the ultimate thrill ride, which, by the way. Uh, the ultimate thrill ride. Well, well, it, they definitely all got a memo that you have to say the ultimate thrill ride. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's crazy when a heel says ultimate thrill ride. Like, he's giving into like. Fanboy. <laughs> God damn, I'm trying to get this thing over. Yeah. Um, it's so forced. Uh, and, and it also makes me like, it also makes me so unexcited to go to Orlando because you're like, oh, that's it's like, it's about, that's a roller coaster town. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> right. it's like, it's so corny. Um, anyway, so this Triple H roll, roll, um, 
Rollins. Rollins. I thought this segment was pretty good. I think that. I think yeah, I thought it was fine. I I loved yeah. when Triple H kicked the table into Rollins' knee. I thought that was sweet. That was great. Yeah, Triple H is really great. I think. Oh, uh, he's fantastic. He's, I mean, on the microphone, he's you know, uh, he's just he's it's yeah, he's like flawless. It's the way he sounds. But the thing I will say about this storytelling is like, mm. um, Triple H's beef with Rollins seems a little off. Like he's like, hey, you were. Like, he was like, yeah, of course, I want money and fame. I want a, uh, a jet. You had the option of, of that, and then you failed. But it was like, what? They're, but they haven't showed clips of, like, Rollins. He had a couple times where he was, like, disobedient. They haven't really showed his, like, angsty teen, you know, when he got he that hot shot phase where he, like, became a big star. They're more like, oh, because you got injured, you failed me. And they're making it, like, a conscious decision that, that Rollins chose to turn his back on Triple H. And it's weird. Do you not see it that way? Um, no, I thought it was like, you know, Rollins was too big for his britches. And then... But uh, the packages aren't showing that. That's my argument. It's like... Well, no, the packages aren't showing that, no. And like I'm like, that is good. The packages aren't showing that. And Triple H is not saying that, really. He was kind of saying that, like, you... you cho- He's almost saying, like, you chose to be, like, a good guy. But all I remember when I think about this story, because Triple H was gone for a full year... And showed well, all I remember is him giving the belt to Kevin Owens, which has factored into this zero. That's true. Well, I don't know. What's your question? No, my question is, oh. did, did, but to you it makes sense. That might be just me. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's also, I think I think I fill in, I've uh, my whole life as a wrestling fan, whether I'm conscious of it or not, I, I, have, uh, I think I've always filled in the gaps myself. Right. You know, like, um, I guess you have to, right? Well, you kind of have to. <laughs> you have to. It's not like they have uh, seven hours of program a week to fill in the gaps for you. So much content. I mean, there's so much content that you're like, even with this long form storytelling they're doing, which yeah. I really dig, they still can't make things make sense. Like they never exact, they never explicitly explained why a man with as much money as Ted DiBiase has would be so obsessed with becoming a pro wrestler, you know? But it was like, in my mind, it was always like, yeah, he's the man who has everything except right. that. You know, that's the one piece of gold that's eluded him. Yeah, he's like uh, you know? like a Trump. Like, why would Trump want to be president? Exactly. Poor man wants to be rich. Rich man wants to be king. Right. Yeah, I love it. But, okay, so the, the Triple H thing, I think it's like, because I always give him so much props for, like, the clarity of his storytelling, and he's delivering it correctly, but I'm like, I, these packages are not matching up to what he's saying. But I think Rollins had a big moment on Raw when he said the thing where it was like, I used to like myself before you. I thought that was, like, his time where I was like, oh, his face turn feels, r- r- like, legit now. He's, like, doing that classic story of like oh right. I, just, I want my old friends back i want my old life back like he lost his smile i lost lost his smiles exactly what i was thinking about like uh and and it felt like yeah i turned my back on the shield i lost my i i thought that was that was great my only beef with it was that triple h is the one who out of nowhere uh pedigreed Rollins like when he came back he was and and remember and even with Stephanie Stephanie McMahon right. she was she was like telling I'm not in on it with him like there's just pieces right. that they haven't put together that well, they easily could I know well that's the other weird thing because it was like 
leading up to it all, it was like when Rollins didn't have the belt or he did, I don't remember, but it was like he was just acting like such a brat and like telling the authority what to do. And, you know, it was just. That's the yeah, stuff Rollins, they're not talking about. I mean, Rollins getting hurt was the best thing that could have happened for his babyface turn because when he came back, he should have just been full babyface because right. people loved him. And then by the time they. They're like, no, 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 he's a heel. Yeah. He's a babyface when I say he is. Yeah. And then by the time they turned him babyface, it was like, yeah, you know, it felt like half a shower. It was so obvious that, like, when he comes back, he's going to be faced whether you like it or not. So just embrace it, even though, yeah. Well, that anyway. was the same thing with Randy when Randy got hurt and then was feuding with Rollins because it's like everybody's like, yeah, Randy's back. Yeah, he's going to be mad at Rollins. And he's like, no, 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 Seth, I'm your friend. And then again, it's like, well, we're just waiting for Randy to turn on him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it. Not Vince, Vince can be very stubborn. Uh, uh, I think we have learned by watching his television, and and if he has, de- he makes the decisions. The fans don't, even though sometimes he knows he needs to concede. Like at Mania Thirty One, when he's like, it was supposed to be rains, rains over, rains over, and then he's just like. Argh. They, Send down Seth. Twenty minutes before that match, they were working out the ending. Probably. That's that, what I heard. That's that still blows my mind. The ending of thirty one was like my favorite. That was my favorite. Mm, we uh, gotta send these people home happy. Yeah, that's what he always says. All right. Cool. Moving but, along because there's so much stuff. I we can talk about this forever. Well, first off, it's a non sanctioned match. I don't really know what that means. But that's it's, right. It's not even officially on the card. It's not officially on the card. Is, yeah. It might be happening in the parking lot. Make sure you check that out. I remember when Ring of Honor did their non sanctioned match with Steen and Generico, like they took away the timekeeper's table and stuff, and they took away the bell and stuff. Like, they got rid of all the official stuff. And I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Because this is not a Ring of Honor match. Yeah, there's no there's no timekeeper. Right. Yeah, I love that. All right. Uh, so let's... All right, for time, we got to jump into more stuff. But let's jump into... All right, uh, we talked about Goldberg enough. I thought that get-go-home moment didn't really hit that hard. Although, I have to mention this. Paul Heyman, uh, during his promo, does uh, the most Jewish thing in the history of WWE, speaking of Judaism. Speaking Hebrew? Not only Hebrew. Do you know what he was doing? It was he a was prayer, doing wasn't the it? the mourner's cottage. Yeah. Which is like the prayer you hear like when I would go to temple. When I go to temple, I'm not, I'm not like religious, but I go or like high holy days or whatever. But if you go, that's like, it's like every, uh, we're going to do prayers for people that we've lost. You stand up if you're like want to mourn somebody and that's the prayer you all say and i I, i'm not jewish enough to understand if that was like disrespectful to do no well you know what he was doing beforehand what he was doing the old latin in omni patria filiu spiritu sante the sign of the cross oh okay and then he's like wait no that doesn't work he's he's one of my people but it it was amazing to me like see i didn't pick up on that and there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. christian catholic stuff that like i don't pick up on in the zeitgeist uh, especially like as an improviser it happens a lot in scenes where, like, I'm in a cho- uh, they like put me in a choir and then we start singing, we start doing Christmas carols, and I just go like bump, 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 bump. Like I don't even know how to how to yes and that, but like uh, it, to see something that's like right from my religion, I felt it was like one of the first times I felt. I don't know. I connected. feel. Like, I feel definitely. I'm sure. I feel like in those scenes in, in the wrestling to- world, by the way, in the wrestling world. 
you're supposed to do what you know. So it's like when they make put you in the choir, you should be like, Barahahura. <laughs> no, because I've done that a million times. It right. starts being a party trick. You start being like, oh, Dan's going to do something Jewish. Well, then, then they should stop putting you in the fucking <laughs> choir. Can't help it. I can't help it. Improv is flawed. That's why I do stand up now. All right. So. All right, moving on. Let's get into this Ms. Uh, Ms. Uh, Cena stuff. I think this has turned out to be some of the best this shit I've the, ever seen. This is, of all the, the, the matches, this is the best build. Not only, yeah, it's the best build and also... Uh, Genuine feels, heat. Is Miz not the master of the work shoot? Miz is doing the best stuff of his career. He does, I think Monday night he should get that belt off bright. Like he, he Tuesday. Needs, Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Oh, God. We're going out to Orlando. I'm staying for Raw. And it was like this year, we were like, You're going to stay for SmackDown? And it was like, Should we stay for SmackDown? I'm like, Nah, I, I can't. This like, is too many fucking days. You kidding me? It's Christmas. Yeah, I know. I would love to. If I was a single man, <laughs> it would happen. Amen. But uh, that Monday's already a stretch. But so, um, uh, uh, all right. So, yeah. So this Miz. I thought this whole Total Bella stuff, it was great. But I find it amazing. Miz rips into Cena, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is amazing. Maurice had some pretty solid moments. Her acting was really funny in those in the, yeah. in the, in the videos. Yeah. Uh, Cena comes out, and then he always is able to, like, take that power back. It's unfucking believable Well, I don't I, – I would assume that nowhere in the promo that was written for him does it say, go out there and call Miz a pussy. Yeah, you know that was amazing. There's so there's so many examples over the years of Cena has the hand, so it's like he's he, immune. He can yes, he can go out there and go into business for himself, and he definitely does. Yeah, but he's also, and he's good at it. But it's I know you know, but it's like it's not really playing fair. I just think that Miz, what he's doing right now, to mm. me, is as good as it gets. Like, it's why I watch wrestling. Yeah. It's what I love about wrestling. It's like, I we want can talk them. about those five-star matches yeah, yeah, all yeah. we want. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. But it's like, and Daniel Bryan called him out. Remember that? From the day he called Dude, him out. Dude, that episode of Talking Smack was fucking out of this world. I never miss a Talking Smack. I love it. It's it's a very good show. It's great. They have such great chemistry, Daniel and uh Yeah, Renee. well, because she just doesn't stand She's up for great. herself. And he says stuff that's borderline do you, misogynistic do you watch, constantly. Do you watch, uh, what's her show on the network? Um, uh, no. I, I, I've seen an episode or two, but good. I don't watch it regularly. It's good. It's like Have Dinner with Renee or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck is it called? Uh... Anyway. Yeah. So, all right. But, like, um, let's see. Oh, so, yeah. So, I want Miz and Maurice to win that match so badly. I th So, that's what I want to get into that. I think that Miz has to win that match. There's no choice. I feel like he has to. He has to. And I think, also, not only should Miz win that match, like, <laughs> Cena should, like, give him a rub or something. Like, he should, like something. I, Miz needs to be launched. He's. You don't I also like the idea of Miz being undefeated at WrestleMania against John Cena. That's amazing. But I I, I mean Miz he he should win that match. There's just no question. Uh I think it's going to be really cool. I think people are going to pop like fucking crazy for that match. It's going to be so fun. It has like an old school vibe. Like I don't know. It has like a this, Very. It well, has, it's because it feels real. Because it, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, these guys really don't like each other. Like, when I'm watching it, I feel like Ms., like like Elizabeth is, like, right there. Sure. You know? It's like fighting for honor. Uh, it, it, 
It's amazing. Some great jokes in there, but he was playing uh, Daniel Bryan, which is also amazing. Is Daniel Bryan's the commissioner, and he's also seen his brother-in-law. Like, you can't even write this shit. I know. And it's real. It's perfect. And he's doing this no chant for steaks. Right. <laughs> I thought that was he's a vegan. incredible. But I did think Maurice did some of the best shit. Her, some of her facial expressions were so funny. Yeah. And her heel foreign accent. I love it. Okay. So, yeah, but I think that that's... Um, that's it. Uh, the female stuff on, on SmackDown, like, I'm not into any of it. I, well, I, I hate to be this guy, but I'm not into the female. I'm not into the women's wrestling on WWE right now. I think Alexa Bliss is great. I love she's. The, I love Alexa Bliss. Becky Lynch is great. Um, I'm mediocre on Becky Lynch. You don't like Becky Lynch? I used to like her in NXT, and then mm. now I'm just like, what is her deal? What is she? Steampunk? Like she's right. Doesn't dress like a wrestler. Like what? What is her deal? Yeah, well, it's weird. It's like somebody explained to Vince what a steampunk was, and he's like, mm, or have her come out there on a train, then you know, type yeah. of thing. But it's you know, Mickey James is back. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's going to be a weird open challenge thing. Maybe some legends will come out. Maybe Oscar will come up. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, but I, I that's something I was unclear about because Naomi is in the match. And so now I'm like, well, I think I, they locked it in as a six-way. I guess it remains to be seen. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Anything I, can change. If Oscar comes up and wins that belt, I think it's a cool, that could be cool. But That'd be wild. The, the female division is not deep enough for two shows. And it's just they just need more talent. Well, and it feels like it, there's yeah. amazing female talent on the indie scene. I just don't know why they don't sign all these people. Oh, my God, yeah. They should bring up Candice LeRae. They yeah. should. I mean, Sarah Del Rey, she can train them too, but I mean, she should be on the main roster wrestling. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many amazing female wrestlers out there. I Apparently, mean, they signed like the three, or at least a couple of the top stars from stardom in Japan. Yeah. Those girls are off the charts. Holy moly. Uh, all right, moving along. Al Roker is, by the way, is the uh, special. What is he? The guest I announcer. He's, he's the ring announcer. Ring. What the? Who the fuck wants that? Does that draw anybody? No. Does that draw? Is there anyone who goes like watching the Today Show and they're like, oh, I want to see the weatherman in wrestling? Yeah. Like I get it when it's John Stewart. I think he he can actually draw people. But like, how does, does Al Roker draw? Al Roker, baby. It's so. Insane that they're going to give money to Al Roker. Yeah, I don't get it. All right. Uh, Cena said, Pussy, we talked about that. The Bray Randy stuff is like, uh, it's kind of, since he burnt the house down, that was just set. Uh, I'm excited for that match. Cool. Let's, um. Burning down Bray's house. Let us. Let uh, us. A AJ Shane. That's the thing we didn't talk about. I thought that segment was pretty good. Uh, the thing I like about this whole thing is like the authenticity of like acknowledging that AJ should have a match at Mania. The fact that <laughs> right. that's part of the discussion is like, oh, all right, that's cool. It's like he was complaining, I should have a match, but he doesn't. Right. But at the same time, it's like this guy's a little too old to be like rolling the dice, giving him a Shane match. Like we should have gave him a big match. Well, uh, well. According to Shane. the McMahons, there's there's no bigger match than with Shane. <laughs> what do you, you think know? that match looks like? Uh, well, according to Vince Averill from the We Watch Wrestling podcast, yeah. that, that match will be sponsored by the X Games. <laughs> I mean, it's, again, it's, unfortunately, it's like the, we're just waiting for Randy to turn on somebody. That whole match is going to be waiting for Shane to climb up on something and jump off of it. Right. You know? But I'm a sucker for that. Hey, 
I, I'm not going to be outside smoking a cigarette when that one's going on. No. You got you. You have to say something. What about crazy that. shit is he gonna do? Are you more excited for this card than last year's card? Just, um, just card alone. Yeah, yeah. Me because, too. Because I'm I'm way more excited. I'm very curious about you know what's gonna happen in the main event. What's gonna happen? What is Shane gonna do? Um, who are the surprises gonna be if there are any? Um. But, I mean, I was far more excited for Mania 30 and 31. 30, I was probably more excited for the actual card. 31, we were there. You were there also. I went the, and I was like. Yeah, it's one of the best Manias ever. I was not excited for that card at all. And I walked away. Just It was one of my favorite Manias ever. Well, it's those damn surprises that they have for you, you know? I love it. So, uh, what are, uh, let's, let's, so let's talk about a couple things. And then we'll just run down the card quick. Quick predictions, quick quick bookings. What, I, who do you think shows up Monday and I guess Tuesday uh, from NXT or from the indie scene? Because uh, there's some you know there's some speculation about some signing. Um, well, the fact that the tag match is suddenly a ladder match now, there's rumblings that maybe the Hardys are coming. Um, oh man, that would, I guess if they lose, if they drop the belts to Bucks on Saturday, that right. could be pretty telling, right? Definitely. Isn't that so exciting that like watching indie belts drop can affect WWE? Right. right. Like when like uh, Adam Cole lost the ROH title at you know the last show. Yeah, to Christopher Daniels. And it was like, oh, I guess he's I guess he's going to to WWE. Right. But isn't his contract? Uh, he's gonna in June, right? Isn't that the rumor? He's gonna. Come I don't up? remember. What, Cole's um. He's got to put. I think he's got to put on some size. Yeah, if he could put on about like five more inches of height, that would be great no, for him. Height would be great, but <laughs> right. can he put on 20, 30 pounds of muscle down at the performance center? That'd be fantastic. Because he's got to get that Sean thing right. Like he's got to tap into. But Sean's a lot bigger of a dude. I mean, that's the other weird thing is like they kept talking about. You mean Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Shawn Michaels was always, you know. Oh, he's too small. He's too small. It's like he's a big fucking guy. He's like six three, right? He's like big. You know, it's uh, I always forget is like like Road Dog Jesse James is a great example. Like yeah. he was a guy that was like, oh, he's not like huge, huge, huge. Like he was, he was like, uh, I felt like the audience just had a perception he was one of the smaller guys. He is fucking enormous. Yeah, he is a huge fucking dude. Even like Mick Foley. Yeah, it's like if you see Mick Foley in person, you're like, oh my god, this guy's gigantic. Yeah. At that time, it was like you wouldn't even go in, think of going into wrestling if you were. Oh yeah, no. yeah. I think if I it, it, today, if I was like in high school right now, right. there's a chance I would think about going into wrestling because I'm like, look at right. it, these guys my size are but winning I mean, the WWE right. championship. But again, it's like today more than ever, it means less than it ever did. The size no, thing, it does. It's like nobody gives like it's like oh Braun Strowman, oh Baron Corbin. It's like they're big. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, if Finn Balor comes back on Monday, that will be huge. And, again, that's a guy who's, like, he's less than 200 pounds yeah. probably. Yeah, Finn, I mean, so Finn Finn will definitely see Hopefully Finn comes back. I would Shinsuke's love it if— has got to be coming up. I would love it if Nakamura and Asuka came up. Do you think they go—Shinsuke is a smarter move on Raw or SmackDown? I don't know. Feels like a Raw guy to me, even though I think conventional wisdom would be he's more SmackDown because he's more, like— that's more of the wrestling show. 
Mm. You know what I mean? But I think he's like a showman. Oh, he's he's got more personality than anybody. Yeah, I think they gotta get yeah. him. What do you what do you do with him? Do they give him like a translator or something or what? I mean, ideally, it'd be nice if he was a Paul Heyman guy. But I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Paul Heyman. I think they should like. Not split him from Brock, but they need. He needs to. I think you know they, they got to figure out a way to make Brock interesting again. He's got to drop the Suplex City or rest it or something. We'll see. He gets the Suplex. Yeah, I think we're gonna see Shinsuke. I think he'll drop. I think he's gonna lose to Bobby Roode again on Saturday. Glorious. And then glorious. And it's gonna be glorious. And I think we'll see him come up. I mean, he's another one that should be on the main roster. Bobby oh. Roode is fucking off the charts. He's another guy. He's like forty. Also, he's like time. He's got to just yeah. come up as soon as possible. He's so good. Yeah. He, Bobby Roode is a guy I'm not I'm not I I he's he's great. Yeah. I'm just not the most sold on him yet, but but I don't think he'll I don't think I can be sold on him enough till he's on the main roster. Like I got to see him I got to see him up there and I want to see like what he could do cuz he's like he I think he needs like a big he needs like a big feud. He needs like a Kevin Owens feud or something to actually show what he's uh capable of. On the mic is what I'm saying. Like, uh, with story wise, obviously in ring is great. I love that uh, that DDT. All right, let's run through the card. Quick predictions. So I have to go. He's got to go. I have to go. I'm sorry. I'm forcing you to do your podcast, Dan. No, 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 no. Thank you. Sorry for dealing with my bullshit. And I have to go. I have to go to Orlando. The ultimate throw ride. <laughs> All right, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, uh, Enzo and Big Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, who do you think's walking away? Um. I would like to see the Hardys interfere and win the belts, uh, but just based on those three teams, I would say, uh, I mean, fuck it. Give it give it to Enzo and Cass. I think not? they're going to give it to Enzo and Cass just to pop the crowd. That'd That's be huge. That would be huge. All right, next. Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin. Dean Ambrose retained. <laughs> no, I think Baron's. That's going to be his big WrestleMania moment. Oh maybe. my God, he because he's they're going to make him two and zero because he won the. Mm, oh, he's tall. I hope not. He's a jabroni. He's the new Undertaker. I actually liked him for like a couple of episodes of SmackDown. I mm. thought he had something going on. His shirt has a wolf on it. <laughs> Why is he wearing a shirt? Because of his fucking ghastly stomach. You ever yeah. see that? Yeah, it's not. It good. Looks like it's frowning. It's not good because I think he was a lot bigger when he's in the in the NFL. Right. John Cena, Nikki Bella, The Miz, and Marcy. Miz, I'm I'm pretty Maurice. Uh, Marcy. Maurice. No, it's Marcy. 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 Uh, I think Miz wins. I think that they, they know they think, know they I, know what to do here. I think Miz and Maurice go over, and then there's rumors that then after they lose, John's going to propose to Nikki in the ring. If that's happening, then he's going to win. <laughs> no, but that especially if they no 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 because if they lose, then they get their heat back by doing that. I mean, if he proposes, then the ring, everybody it, wins. It makes Miz's whole thing look so great because it's like, oh, look, it's all for show. Everything you do is for show. It's not real. It's I know. Amazing. It's amazing. It's great. All right, next. Jericho and Kevin Owens. I, Owens will win clean. I think Owens, yeah. Yeah, he'll and win. Then Jericho goes on tour with uh, Fozzie. Fozzie. Yeah. All right, got Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax. I don't know. I could see it going either Bailey or Sasha. I think Charlotte. I think they're just going back to Charlotte. Might be. <laughs> I'll say Sasha. Yeah, I think Sasha's probably. They seem to be like treating the women in like a predictable, fair way. Yeah. Where it's just like it, now it's Sasha's turn. Like, well, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I feel like Sasha goes monstrous heel and and backstabs yeah. Bailey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sasha needs to be heel. She's she's uh, much better as a heel. Much better as heel. She's kind of a jabroni face. Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. AJ will win. Uh, please, AJ win. <laughs> if, and, if, and and Shane, please don't die. 
I'm worried what Shane's going to do. I mean, he knows the only way to get over is he's clearly jumping off something. And he already did something ridiculous uh, on SmackDown. It's like, fuck. That jump again? Good Lord. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Fringe. Seth Rollins and Triple H. Oh, Rollins. Yeah, Rollins will win. But then it's just the problem is that if Rollins, if Triple H keeps jobbing out to like Roman, and then it's in, why is he even on WrestleMania? Yeah, but it is. It's like he's he's such a big star that it doesn't. He's he's above it. Yeah, he, he can he can withstand it. But You're also, right. it's non-sanctioned match. There's no rules. Samoa Joe's nowhere on the card. Uh oh. Yeah. Also, it's true. This uh, this match might not have a referee to even count it. It's That's unsanctioned. Right. I might be the referee. I might be down there. I might have to step Barrel back. Barrel might be. It's- right. Undertaker and Roman Reigns. I I think I'm going to just go hot take. I'm going to say Undertaker wins that match clean. I think it's Roman. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right, your boy Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Fuck. I don't know. This very well might be Goldberg's last match, and it may he might not have a choice in it. He's going to get hurt so bad. I I, I, I say Brock Lesnar. Send him home happy. Goldberg winning is like the the coolest thing they could do. It would just be insane. It would I, just think this is still going. If he does the fucking spear, jackhammer, and then Brock Lesnar kicks out, that will be the biggest pop of the night. Yeah, that that is that's definitely happening regardless of the outcome. But yeah, uh, I think Lesnar's gonna. There's no way they're giving that. The only thing I think is that I think they have a big something surprise at the end, which is like possibly Lesnar so. winning and then Rock coming out facing off, setting up 34. You know, like something is gonna happen because they know that if that match is gonna be like a 10 minute just. Uh, a, they can't end Raw like they can't end WrestleMania like that. So I think they're gonna think towards having like some kind of fun finish. We'll see. Yeah. Right. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Oh yeah. I think mm. Bray retains. Maybe. That's a tough one. I mean, you want to protect Bray, but they they're fucking in love with Randy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think Randy's gonna win. Okay. Cool. Hey, everybody. Matt McCarthy, thanks for coming in. Hey, I'm Matt McCarthy. I love wrestling. You play? Well, uh, listen to the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Yeah. There's no competition here. We're all friends. Those are three guys. I love those oh, guys. Oh, no, there's no They're competition great. at all. You can't fucking touch us. No, you, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't touch these guys. These guys these guys are touring. These guys are they're big time. I mean, what can, what can we say? But, no, listen to their podcast. It's awesome. I'm sure you already do. Um, and, uh, hey, you, you want to plug anything else? Go to thisismattmccarthy.com for all your Matt McCarthy needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got Matt. Everyone has a Matt McCarthy needs. And go to uh, wewatchwrestlingpodcast.bigcartel.com. Uh, we have some uh, merch. Uh, we have some Chicago merch left over, and you can get your hands uh, on a copy of the Matt McCarthy Pro Wrestling Fan Mystery Colored 7-inch Vinyl. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, listen also about- available on all digital platforms. Check it out. Hey, at Attack on Twitter. Listen, uh... Monday, remember, Monday, I'm recording an episode from Orlando on Sunday night. It's going to be coming out Monday, the bonus episode. And uh, listen to that with uh, fellow jabroniacs, Arlen Marmel and Jason Shapiro. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Enjoy mania, baby. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 